Okay, let's see. Okay, okay, it's working. Okay, perfect. Yes. Okay. Okay. Welcome, welcome everybody. I see a lot of faces. Uh, sorry, <laughs> some technical issues. Issues as usual. We are literally about to remove fleets, but I hope that those developers will move will be moved to Twitter Spaces to fix to fix that. Hi Samantha, hi Ruben, Uzanga, Vijal, Juan, Andre, Procode, Rahul, and Timber, Timberland. Perfect. Hi there. So uh, sorry, but I had no time to prepare something very good <laughs> to promote this data space. But uh, this is one of my favorite topics. So if you want to join, of course, if you want to share your experiences in ch as challenges, we can. I would like to talk about maybe the successful challenges, but we can also talk about failures. It's not a problem. This could be another topic. So maybe we could keep failures for another episode or maybe i could do a whole series so <laughs> everybody and so i am a kind of a big fan of challenges because i think this is a way for i think this is one of the best ways uh, to get out of your comfort zone uh, and also i like the idea that you you share this challenge with your your friends we can talk about uh, and, and challenges could be intended in many ways uh, for example, I've made a tweet, I think, a couple of days ago, and I asked about uh, what has been the, ch the, the challenge you won in the past, the best challenge you won in the past. Someone made some funny reply. Someone uh, talked about uh, also some very serious stuff, uh, problem, health, uh, health problems. So I think there are many ways to, to intend uh, challenges. Uh, when I talk about challenges, probably now, it's uh, all about making videos because I think I think I'm, I'm close to my first uh, one year uh, in the YouTube world. So this has been kind of I'm kind of happy, kind of proud of myself. I'm usually not. And I don't know if someone would like to join this Twitter space. If you want to just stay with me, also I'm going get a couple of minutes. I see Mike. I need to reply to your DMs, Mike. Uh, one Daniel, so I could go first, and then uh, hey Mike, uh, and then uh, yeah you can come and share your experience. I don't want to talk for two hours, please. Perfect, Ruben. Hey there. Let's see if this is working and if this uh, Twitter space is buggy. Hey there. Hey there. How are you, Ruben? Can you hear me? I can hear you, but it's really buggy. Okay, perfect. Perfect. So, for, for now, so, it's working. So, if you want to say something, please be fast because uh, you could be kicked out, and and it's not me. Yeah, it as might, well it might disconnect anytime now. So, <laughs> okay, let's go super fast. I, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. Okay, Ruben. Okay, so would you like to share some ideas? I don't know if you have seen my tweet a couple of days ago. It was about, yeah, so if you want to share some challenges, uh, the first thing that comes up in your mind, this could be related not just to coding, but to everything. I've seen some people who quit smoking or maybe yeah, so, something related to health. This has been, for, for me, they are the most, uh, yeah, maybe they are the best ones. But this could also be something like, uh, I don't know, I've completed my... My degree, or I found my first job, 
Or yeah. So what about you, Ruben? Do you have something to share? Something that comes up in your mind? Okay, we lost it. Perfect, perfect. Okay, this is the space will be will be amazing. I see Ruben as a listener now. <laughs> okay, perfect. So in the meanwhile, while I wait, I see. Yeah, Ruben. Okay, let's laugh about this. Let's try again. You are too slow. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, man, this is really, really buggy. I mean, like, my the app has crashed twice. I mean. I mean, I mean, why? I mean, why? Why Twitter doesn't just put like ten developers on this on these damn Twitter spaces? It's it's not that <laughs> Come on, we could copy right. some some code from Clubhouse. Come on, pay suffer. Yeah. Just they already copied the idea. They should also copy the code, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I hope you can hear me now. I have a quite perfect. interesting story. So perfect, perfect, perfect. You are in the you are in the right place. Yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. Um, you know, when 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 people say, you know, why you wanted to become a software developer, for me, it's always like since I was a kid, I wanted to be a software developer, and I started really early. But it didn't. It doesn't mean that I was a good developer, and I enjoyed being a developer until I had a very big challenge when um I had one of my first jobs. Um, so basically, two or three engineers try to extend this API and they try to follow tutorials, documentation, and it was a very, very complex issue. So they wanted to extend the API and basically the, the company was blocked by this simple problem and then three people already tried to, to fix it. So I was like, okay, this is a challenge. Challenge accepted, let's do it. And it took me like a week, literally just reading tutorials, working on this problem, until finally one late evening, like one o'clock in the morning, it just clicked and it worked. And since then, for me, like I, I realized that being a developer, what, what is actually being a developer is, is hard work, but if you persevere, you will achieve a lot. And since then, I just my career has just improved a lot because um, from that experience, from that challenge, uh, I managed to just like switch, like there was like a, a click in my brain on how to approach problems in software development. So yeah, that was my very, very quick story. I, have more, but... I would love to listen to more. This is just the beginning. This is just, just the first one. Ruben, first of all, congratulations with that. Uh, I understand you pretty well because I think that a, a lot of people here can understand you pretty well. I think, I don't know, because uh, for example, a lot of years ago, I did something like uh, karate or kickboxing. So for me, it's like that you got a new belt. So by solving this problem, you are you are now on, a, on another level. So I like this idea. Sometimes it's about uh, mindset uh, mentality. So you maybe you switched your approach to a problem. When you solve a big problems, <laughs> problems look a little bit smaller, right? Yeah, so after that, I don't know what happened in my brain, but after that, I could approach really complex problems. And I thought, you know, I fixed a pro big problem before. So you are like, you're ready for the next challenge. Like you improve and because you have that experience, you know that anything is possible really in software development. So anything you can do really is just perseverance. 
perfect perfect i like this one do you have another one also not related to code but uh, i like this for example for me uh yeah, I think all the challenges that comes up come up in my mind now are related to content creation because, uh, for example, people who just started to follow me, they don't know maybe my story <laughs> before, so they think that like I've always been like a content creator since I was like uh, eighteen. This is not true. This is not true. I'm just a content creator of like just uh, one year and a half uh, making videos for less than one year on YouTube. So now I'm really in get into this kind of stuff and for people who are in this twitter space and they know me i share also a lot of videos in twitter groups sometimes when i get bored to type so doing this now i'm I'm laughing about this but for me do something like that just one year ago it was kind of really impossible i start to to swear to swearing sweating yeah more than eminem and uh, it was impossible for me it was a uh, media that for me it was uh, really hard and the strange thing is that uh, it was just something related just to videos, because for me, it's not a problem to talk with someone. I've, uh, I've been a volleyball, volleyball coach, so I had to stay in contact with a lot of people. But doing this uh, with, with a camera, with uh, talking to an object, for me, it was a different story. So yeah, it was really related to this media. Making videos, for me, it was... Uh, something stressful, something hard, something that I can I can do. And now I would like to help people to get into that because uh, if I can do this, everybody can do this for real. <laughs> oh, Francesco, you are the pro, you are the man, because um, I think everyone should try at least once to create some content. Um, I did it myself last year. I created uh, a couple of videos and it's very, very hard. It's like, I don't know what happens to your brain, but it's like you, you are recording something and then you can't speak. Then you start recording again and then you realize that it's not very good and then you do it again and again. So creating content is very, very hard. I think people out there should try it. Uh, so we give uh, really props to people who do it for a job. You know, creating content is very hard. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I sure that maybe I will I will try maybe to help someone maybe with the one one uh, dedicated session. I got one strange reply, one comment to say that like, why do you want to help people one by one when you could create uh, content in ten hours and get five hundred euros? I don't know what he was talking about, but uh, I created I think one hundred and ninety four videos on YouTube. And I made less than 200 euros. So I don't know what he's talking about, but uh, there are exceptions. But <laughs> for normal people like me, it's not like that. That you like uh, just uh, turn on a camera and you get rich. It's not, uh, for, not like that. At least I talk for myself, of course. Well, you never know. You might be there soon. You know, that's, that's a start. Um, it's not a lot now, but yeah. a lot of creators have. I'm really enjoying it. For example, I can say this, uh, that uh, something that, for example, that really helped me, it was, uh, I made uh, like kind of a lot of interviews. I'm about to do the 125th tomorrow. I talked with very successful YouTubers and the most successful ones, they was last, like freezing at the beginning, couldn't speak in front of a camera. I just tell you a couple of names. Dennis Ivey has more than 100,000, and Bucky Roberts, the new Boston, who has about 3 million subscribers. So these are just two examples. So this should be enough for now. And by the way, 
director is uh, Tamerlan. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Can you hear me? So, okay, so be fast because it, it, this little space could be buggy. So if you want to share something important, uh, please share uh, your experience and your challenges. Welcome this little space. I don't know if I pronounced okay. your name well. Tamerlan. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, fine. Um, yeah. uh, can you hear me properly? I hear you well, yeah, right. Okay. 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 Yeah. So I. So I guess my. So I think I've passed like a lot of challenges throughout my life. But um, one which I would like to highlight is actually quite similar to yours. Is that how uh, around one and a half year ago I started to make content, and uh, at the beginning it was super hard. Um, so I started making uh, YouTube videos in the beginning. And uh, that was very stressful because I, uh, you know, I used to stutter. Uh, I, I, I wasn't able like to speak properly right now. You know, no, right now I'm able to speak properly. I'm like much more confident. But back then it was, uh, it, it was really hard. Like my first few videos were, uh, <laughs> like, like I, I didn't use my voice at all. Like I just had like some music in, in the background, and I used to show some code snippets. But eventually I started like to to show some code. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, I stopped making YouTube videos because like I changed my. I used to be a front end developer, so I used to make content about front end developer. But eventually, I changed to back end, and I moved like to more text based content. So so I write so I write a lot more, but I'm, but I would like to get back into YouTube soon. So yeah, so this is like my small challenge, which I'm pretty proud of, and yeah, and I would. I would love to share it with you guys. Yeah, I, I was crying, but nobody can see me doing it with the space. This is good. But uh, yeah, for example, I made, uh, I, I, sp I spoke like a child. I spoke my very first words on a YouTube video, on my 11th video. The, the first 10 videos are just me running, not even coding. So for me, it was really a problem. So, yeah, yeah. What's, what's, what's great is that, is that over time you start to learn like how, how to commentate, you know, like so, so words, so the words, they come out uh, really smoothly, you could say. Yeah, and I, and I can also show this if you want to just laugh or maybe not. Uh, I was just recording myself with the GoPro, so I was just saying like, just saying like, okay, this is the end of this challenge, but the way that was a challenge, like 100 kilometers in 100 days. And uh, say, uh, I was just saying, like, if you enjoyed this video, comment, tell me whatever you want. I made like uh, 20 tries, and then the battery of the GoPro died. So that was a good thing. Otherwise, I think I would be still there trying. <laughs> so <laughs> that was good. Yeah, like, I guess, um, you know, um, I personally think that everyone should try to make content because. Uh, I don't know. It's like we all um, we all should help each other, you know. And uh, when you create content, you you learn, you help other people at the same time. You learn, you know. So it's like a win-win situation for everyone. Yeah, I really like your mindset, uh, Tamerlan. And of course, uh, it's not about just creating the best content in the world. By the way, everything is relative, so it's very hard to define what is the best content out there. Uh, yeah, so for example, for me, it started one year and a half ago. I started to switch my mindset again to teaching because when I started to be a developer, I, I started to teach basically. 
So I think this is something that uh, I was really missing. Now I'm very happy that I can share something like we are doing now. We are sharing our ideas, sharing our experience to try to, yeah, to say something useful. Someone, I see someone else, uh, tallest widget. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope your week is going well. I also some great news, but I'll keep them for later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like no, like the week is actually going well. Went camping. It was the first time in my life I went camping. Yeah, it was uh, the first time I slept on a sleeping bag. It was very uncomfortable, but it was nice. Yeah, are you talking about a boot camp or a real camp? No, 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 no. Like no, I'm actually talking about camping. Like we we went went hiking like in into the mountains and uh, we, we stayed there overnight. Okay, so developers can go outside. This is very good to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so tallest widget, you are a cat with a blue heart. I like the blue. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Perfect, perfect. So, would you, okay, would you like to share something, some challenges that you overcome when you have been successful? Okay. I, I hear a little bit of noise in background. Oh yes, I've um, so I want to contribute about actually sharing knowledge. So there's no knowledge that is too small. So for example, I was working on a project last year, a very small project. So I was taxed to um, use a payment provider here in Nigeria, which is Paystack. So I wrote a simple a, a simple um, example of how to use the um, package, and. A lot of people actually reached out because I even had a meeting with a, with a uh, with a random stranger that he had to present the project to uh, to his boss that very day. So my little snippet actually saved him a lot of um how do I say this a lot of um a lot of um excuses. So that's why I'm saying like there's no knowledge that's too small to share. Just share as little as you can and as much as you can. So there's no knowledge too small. So what you think that you know, some people might not actually know it. So I'm actually, I'm currently working on a small, so I'm a Flutter, um, I'm a mobile developer. Setup, I use Flutter. So I'm currently working on a any chat system. application. We'll be launching a limited... So once I'm done with the chat application, I plan to actually share how I built it. And um, the way I handled um, um, WebSocket calls around different widgets. So people... So anybody who is taxed to build anything in real time without using Firebase will understand how to use it, how to use it without starting from scratch. So always be sharing knowledge. So that's just basically what I um, want to contribute. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing this. Uh, yeah, great. Let's see, it's a bit buggy. But I, Samantha should be here. Samantha, can you hear me? Samantha. It usually takes a couple of seconds. Let's see. Let's see, let's see. Couple of seconds, couple of seconds, couple of crashes. Yes, perfect, perfect. I love Twitter spaces. I'm still waiting for this freaking Twitter spaces from desktop, and I'm still from the phone. I am on a new phone, okay, but uh, I'm still waiting for that. Samantha connecting, okay, we lost Samantha. Okay, Ruben, so it was not you 
just making life for me, but uh, it's a common problem. We can't even solve this with Stack yeah. Overflow. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. What I should do, I should same. close this and start another one, but I don't want to lose uh, all of you. You are too awesome. Let's see. Samantha, if you can hear us. Uh, yeah, I can, <clears throat> I can hear you now. When I came in earlier, I got kicked out right away. So. Okay, perfect, perfect. We need to deal with that. Uh, yeah, I always, I always say that uh, probably Twitter has just one developer for Twitter Spaces, so... Uh, I can feel him. I can feel him or her. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Samantha. How are you? You are a bit. Hey, I'm doing. Yeah. I'm doing well. Got a lot of things on the go. Hopefully, a big announcement coming in the next few weeks. So, oh. excited about that. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I also, I, I have also a big announcement. But before that, uh, probably, if you want to share something, because I've shared this tweet about uh, what is a challenge that you have. Uh, overcome uh, in the in the past and someone talked about uh, health problems uh, that was the, that were the best ones someone uh, about uh, jobs uh, children get married so everyone uh, they intended this question in a total different way i think it also depends on the period of your life so what is the first thing that comes up in your mind if i ask you about uh, your successful challenge well i've had a lot of challenges uh, most of it was my childhood to begin with i had a lot of I came from the wrong side of the tracks, if you will, born to it. Like my mom was 16 when she was pregnant with me. So welfare kid. Um, but I would say the one of the biggest challenges, like relating to what you were asking specifically, was health. So when I I was I was kind of born running, um, overachiever, like probably most of the people in this room. And um, everything I just set my mind to, I just was a fast learner and then would just rock it. And um, that's kind of how I got through my childhood, I think. And then when I was 35, um, I wasn't, I hadn't been doing super well health-wise for quite a while. And apparently this is pretty common with people who have a lot of trauma when they're growing up, that that kind of like will, will break your body down. And so when I was 35, I all of a sudden um, was unable to like, I just, I was completely covered in pain for my entire body. Um, and that doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And I spent I spent some time in a wheelchair, actually. I talk about it. I tried pinning it to the nest, but I got kicked out. So I'm going to wait till after I'm done speaking to put it at the top. And um, doctors thought maybe I was even dying. I went to a special doctor and he said, well, I think you have lupus. And it sounded like the kind that you die from because I was just deteriorating so quickly. I couldn't cut my, I couldn't even cut my own food. The pain was ridiculous in my hands. It was like, imagine like a third degree burn or like someone slamming your fingers in the door. And that that pain is so intense. And like my entire body was like that. I couldn't walk very much. And if I, I was pretty much on the couch. So I, I had a very successful tax consulting business that I had to close. Um, I couldn't even hold a conversation. I'm very, I was a person who could like memorize large portions of tax code and recite them off. And I couldn't even hold a conversation for more than a couple of minutes. I spent almost, I spent a year and a half practically in bed. And eventually I went to the Mayo Clinic um, and then they diagnosed me with something slightly different. And um, I actually had the Canadian government pay for me to go down there. So it's a pretty big deal. Um, and then when I came back, I mean, years went by and I just progressed a little bit. And the major challenges, so I had my regular doctor was retired and the new one that took over read my entire filing cabinet worth of medical history and she kind of just said to me, I think, Samantha, you've exhausted everything you can, and it's time to go to counseling and just accept the fact that you're not going to get better, that this is your new life and you're going to stay like this. 
And I mean, I had kids and dreams like all of you and I lost pretty much, I couldn't do anything, couldn't do photography. I couldn't do anything that gave me joy anymore. Um, and other than maybe sit with my kids and watch movies is about all I could do. Um, so I literally was like, I can't be with a doctor who thinks I can't get better. And I, I don't know if that was my turning point or what, but I went and found another doctor. He wasn't as good as her, but he said, I'll try anything you want to, and we're going to make sure you're better. And that was a turning point for me. And um, I have worked my ass off to get better. Not long later, I enrolled in my master's. My husband thought I was nuts because I could barely read a, a magazine article. I know that sounds ancient, magazine article, medium article nowadays. And um, I couldn't. And so I said to him, well, who cares? Like I will, it was a cohort based master's where you do one course at a time, which is perfect. Um, so you're not taking four at one time. So I'm like, well, I'll take one. And if I do well at that one, I'll take another one. And then I'll take another one. I'll still learn something even if I took one. That first course took me, it's a master's level. And I was 40 years old. Um, hadn't been in school, obviously, since my undergrad. I have a business degree originally. And it. I had to read all that. Like it's very up, up academic thinking. And I had to read the same papers so many times. It took me forever um, but I built my brain back up slowly, slowly, slowly. And I actually ended up with ridiculously good grades. Somehow I'm an academic writer, which I had no idea. It's different than undergrad. And um, about a year and a half in to my degree, my degree is two year degree, a year and a half in, I was going through and all of a sudden, I remember writing um, a, a paper. It was a really, uh, it was a cap, kind of a capstone project where you're, you're managing a lot of different pieces, sort of like you developers where you've got all these pieces of a puzzle and you have to manage them in your head and know how they're going to interlock and fit together. So my paper was kind of like that. And I just honestly remember all of a sudden I was sitting there writing this paper, tracking all of these puzzle pieces. And I literally felt my entire brain just open up. Like I had access, it was like all the doors and all the corridors in my brain just opened up. And I had access to libraries and knowledge from my entire life and areas that I didn't even know I had access to. And it's like when I had all that brain trauma, it's like it almost everything touched and then just went back to its own place. I can like connect things from when I was very young to now things I've learned. I can do cross-sector solutions. I can cross multimedia with something with humanitarian. I have this like crazy insight ability that I didn't even have before. And my brain is can be very laser sharp and think of very quick solutions very quickly inter intersectionally and so i just had to keep on working at it and eventually my brain just came back online and it's in many ways way sharper than it was before so and yeah i'm sailing so that was uh that i'm 47 now that started when i was 35 so it's been quite a few years and rocking it so i um i've was scheduled to do a TED talk in September, which ended up getting canceled. But like, if you would have talked to me f 10 years ago, I would have said, there's no way I'd ever be doing that. And now I walk, I can do light hiking, can't do anything too heavy, but I can do quite a bit compared to before. So that was a little more than three minutes. Um, but that's my, my big challenge. I will pin just a little thing I wrote to the top and something I want to just challenge you all, all to, you know, you never, one of my doctors said something to me, which is what I wrote about. And I'll pin it in this nest at the top. He said to me, cause um, inside I'm like 90 or 80 years old. My bones are very damaged inside. I have a lot of internal damage. Although on the outside, he calls me a China doll. I look right on the outside and the inside's all broken. And he said to me, Samantha, you have one set. Everyone has one set of tread. Your tread is very, is already worn and you need to decide very carefully how you're going to use what tread you have left. And that has changed my life 
almost everything I do, I'm like, is this how I want to spend the rest of my tread? How much tread is this person going to take? How much tread is this project going to take? And it, do I want to do that? You only have one set of tread and that's it. And where do you want it to go? Do you have dreams? Well, you want to make sure that tread's going to go to, to fulfill those dreams. For me, I traveled a lot before I was sick, but I traveled a lot after. I had to make a lot of adjustments with my disabilities, but um, I figured out ways around those challenges and made it work. So that's my story. This is great, Samantha. I've listened to you for, I think, a couple of days straight. So thank you also for sharing these because I think it's very important to also share yeah sure our our challenges what have what we have done because i think the sharing this uh, can help other people by sharing for example our problems i think we all have uh, some kind of problems but uh, to see that someone else has also kind of problems that they have tried to overcome uh, to fight because this is not this is not um, easy usually also in your case yeah i've seen that you're sure something I, but by the way, I always like the love the the thread analogy. I love that. By the way, every time. Thank you so much, Samantha. Let's uh, please stay stay with me if you can. More some more minutes. I'd like to give the opportunity to billionaire and copy and sip. If you want to, can you hear me? And then we have other people. Let's see. Okay, billionaire, are you there? He is not. But we have but we have Jack that also has been disconnected. Great, amazing. <laughs> okay, so let's go on. Let's go on. So I think uh, I had Joanna who asked to to come on stage, but now is not anymore. So in the meanwhile. I'd like to maybe to make an announcement because I like to make announcements uh, in Twitter Spaces, uh, Instagram Lives. Uh, I've booked uh, the flight uh, for the USA. So I'll be in the USA in the 15th of August for a week or so. So I'm preparing this. So this should be almost done, I think. So in COVID area. Uh, yeah, sorry about the, for the off topic, but I'm, I'm kind of happy about this. I just got this... Uh, this news a couple of minutes ago. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I'll share something. Where are you going in the United States? It's a very big country. Yeah, no. Uh, Palo Alto. So San Francisco, near San Francisco. I don't know if you can hear me. By the way, Samantha is still here. Billionaire is not here. Okay. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Samantha. If you don't have any speakers at the moment, I have a question for you, Francesco. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. I have a challenge. So um, I'm going to be doing some collaborative work for um, wellness and humanitarian work in Africa. And I know some about Africa, but not enough. So I am on a mission to learn as much as I can about the areas that I'm going to be working with. And so I have been have been starting to study. There actually isn't a, very much uh, help, like figuring out geographics and different information about Africa. So here's my question. I was sort of playing with the idea of recording every day what I learned so maybe other people can learn, learn along the way. So I have a concern. One is I'm white. 
And when white people try to talk about black history, that can be a problem. I don't want to offend anyone in any way because I truly care about um, people's heritage and they need to own their own heritage. However, white people can understand in general, like especially Canadians, like if it's sort of like interpreting when I speak a language that my people that my that people I know, they'll understand it in the way if I can interpret it or explain it. So there's a value in it. But I'm nervous about the video and I know that you you do a lot of videos and I'm just wondering like what do you do with that like maybe maybe I shouldn't do it because I just don't want I just also don't want a bunch of hate mail either that I'm being insensitive um, but at the same time maybe a lot of people can learn as I do like yesterday I was learning I'm going to be starting in Kenya and so I was just learning about the countries that border Kenya because I think that helps inform what the country's like and then I noticed right away that the British rule um, kind of went through this you know, then I went and looked at a map to see where the British rule was compared to like, I think Italy was Somalia. So even that's very fascinating, which European countries came in, I'm going to use the word dominated Africa, um, will actually inform how that particular, how that particular country in Africa thinks. So like, what do you think about this? Yes, Samantha, I think I didn't get the, the challenge itself, but I understood that you want to make some videos, but uh, how can I help you? What are you exactly talking about? Maybe I lost exactly what you are talking about. So about what? Making a video? Well, I'm thinking about whether or not I do like a, like basically learn in public. So this is what I learned today. And then maybe you'll learn from it too. So when I learned about, you know, when I was learning about the countries that border Kenya, for example, these are the five countries that border Kenya. And then also a number of them were under British rule. And then I think one of them was under Italian rule. Um, for quite a bit of time. So like, what do you think about that? Is this risky to just talk about a country that I'm not from? Or, or you know, can I do it? Do you think I can do it in a way that is factual without being offensive? Or, okay. I don't know, you do videos all the time. Um, yeah, more or less. But, uh, okay, so I think the best way in this, uh, this is, by the way, this is, you, you are chosen a, a kind of risky and a sensitive topic, but uh, it's, I think it's very important, even if it's risky, so I, I admire you, of course. I, I admired you also before. Uh, but uh, I think the best way it would be like to have some real connections in that country. For example, if you want to talk about, I don't know, Nigeria or Kenya, you should, before maybe posting a video, you can send that, that to me, of course, but maybe it's better to ask them, so ask directly to them. For example, I had some people, I had, uh, let me spoiler something. I don't know, I, I post this on Twitter, so it's not a secret anymore. I had a favor, for example, the one of one very good guy on Twitter, and uh, she's from he he's from Nigeria. So he asked directly to him, for example, the situation of SARS. Uh, so I think a good idea would be to have some real connections. You can even make a Twitter post like uh, who is from you know Kenya, and you could get some replies. So I will just talk directly to them because uh, this is the best solution. I think I don't know if I've answered to you. Yeah, that's a good idea. Go. I, maybe there's someone here. Oh, I see. He. There's somebody here. He's probably from Africa himself. Yeah, he yeah. Go on, go on. So, uh, as an African, and you know, I know that is a very sensitive something to discuss. But what I can say is that most of the time, people that will react based on based on that might not be even Africans. But what I think is very important is to actually be open about whatever you are discussing. 
normally people t people will you know misunderstand sometimes but if you are open before you say something you try to make your intention know that this I something i want to talk about right now i don't truly understand how it is but this is what i think and i be wrong if you put your discussion or, or, or your uh maybe whatever you are talking about like that even when you make mistakes people know that you you have said something before you even make that mistake and with that they can understand some to some extent and for me i i i think there is no way not to make mistake in that case even some people misunderstand you intentionally so when it happens like that what you can use to explain yourself or to even you know correct some notions is what you have said before you want to talk about something and you just say i don't actually understand the real thing about this thing but this is what I think based on my little experience. Even when you make mistakes and you say something that offends people, then you can easily, you know, make some correction, little correction here and there and get things uh, to be going on again. So that's what I think, you know, I don't see anything bad in sharing people's uh, sharing experience, you know, but some people may, may not like some things, which is, which is also normal because we can all people can feel offended and it's they, they have um they, they have whatever it takes and they they are even entitled to their feelings but what is important is that you you make yourself clear there's no way you won't make mistakes it's a normal thing to make mistakes so just go ahead and do it and uh just be conscious of some things that's what i would say i don't i would encourage you to do it just that's what i, I just want to say that's it. Great. This is great. Thank you for sharing this. Do you, uh, let me check. Uh, is your name Ayobami? What's oh, Ayobami. Can you say Ayobami? Yeah. 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 Okay. Do you have a question for me? No, I, I wanted to ask you if you want to share some, some challenge that you have done in the past that you are proud of yourself. Okay. Oh wow. There are a lot of challenges, but let me just say whatever comes to my mind. Right? Normally, uh, as a person that um, you know, I have an art background. I didn't actually study uh, anything related to computer or whatever while I was younger. It was even when I was studying history and international relations. Chip, uh, I I started to learn you know, anything that has to do with computing. And so I started programming and I didn't even start that because I wanted to learn programming. I didn't want to learn programming. I had nothing to do with programming. All I wanted to do was to solve a problem. I realized there was, there was a challenge that I wanted to solve then. And while I was on campus, I decided to solve that problem. So while I was researching the problem, I realized that I needed uh, a platform like a website to, you know, undo that, to, to actually solve the problem easily. So because of that, I reached out to people who could help me uh, with developing the platform, but people were quoting a huge amount of money that I could not afford as a student and someone that came from a low-income earning family. So I couldn't afford all those things. So I also reached out to people who could just join me as a, as co-founders, but you know we couldn't go together because you know they they, they felt like no 
that was just too small for them. And you know, it's a normal thing when people reach out to us as developers to help them build their ideas with the way we you know react to them. And that's if, uh, it was even like that then. So I decided to learn it on my own and I decided to learn it. I kept building things and learn. I, I, I remember I was learning JavaScript and PHP at the same time, learning HTML, everything all together. So several times I was confused. I didn't even know what to do. There was nobody to help me, you know, nobody to reach out to. I only had my computer and myself and my determination. This were, those were the only things I had. So I kept making those mistakes. I kept, you know, correcting my mistakes, I kept moving forward. So at the point in time, at the point in time, you know, I was like, oh, I'll, 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 uh, I didn't even know how to continue, but I knew that one day I would get it right. So I kept building, I kept making mistakes. Several times I would build a lot of future, uh, a lot of features that were not even important because it was getting interesting because you know when you are getting something that that initially was very difficult for you and it's now getting easier you want to do a lot of things i was just i was building feature into the product building a lot of features and at a point in time i could not even i could not even launch the product again because it was so much of work i was interested in actually coding the thing not even the problem i was solving again so I took the I took the idea for so many years, like like two years, three years. I was still on it building. I wanted to build the the next the next Facebook. No, I want to be the next Mark Zuckerberg. So I was trying to you know do something amazing, and you know I was I was held in that in that uh, learning hell. So I was I was building I was building, but at a point in time I had to let it go because I realized that I cannot even sustain. Uh, I, I could not even finance the projects because there were lots of marketing I had to do. There were lots of other things I had to do, but I could not sustain those things. Even after after I after the uh, the platform served, uh, used about maybe five months on uh, AWS, I could not afford the pay, the payment that I was receiving. So because of that, I stopped it. So and I focused programming properly. And you know, to some extent, for me to even to uh, be able to achieve that, I would say uh, it's like a successful thing because it was so hard for me as someone without um, you know all this technical background. Although, not to lie, I had very sound you know I have very sound basic when it comes to mathematics and all those things. But you know, I was not really that technical when it comes to things like that. But, it's a kind of success to have moved from, you know, studying history and international relationship to, you know, being a programmer and still working with some organizations that, you know, I didn't even need the certificate I used, I, I, I worked out for in school. That's a kind of success for me to some extent. And it's a success for me. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing this. I love this, really. Great, great. So, uh, before before giving them, just let me okay. For introducing Ken, I would like just to uh, to say that I see some. What's happening here? Uh, okay.
Okay. Um, I would like to say thank you to uh, uh, the people that are here in the street space. I see a lot of faces, Elihau, Savas, Mohammed, Arvind, Jennifer, Kirill, Victoria. Welcome, everybody. So, Ken, thank you for waiting just uh, a, a couple of minutes more. Um, would you like to introduce yourself or do you have something to share? But the most important thing is that are you there? It seems uh, that not. Ken, are you there? Ken, are you there? Try to speak. Say something. I can't hear you. Okay. Uh, Francesco, I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go, go, please. Go, okay. please. We have some connection issues with Ken. Ken, you would like to leave and join again? I'd like to talk after. Thank you. Thank you, Mukaro, to save me. Would you like to introduce yourself for who doesn't know you? And then please, uh, yeah, share your experience if you want. Sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Godswill Mukaro. I'm a web developer from Lagos, Nigeria. And uh, I'd like to share just a quick experience that I've had recently, especially concerning uh, just like, say, early this year, January, right? So um, late last year, I was, I was in a situation where I felt like lost, confused, not knowing what to do. Uh, the backstory is quite long. <laughs> you know, so many things happened that led, led, me, led, led me to that point where I started feeling that way. Uh, but of course, I don't have enough time to go in detail. Uh, anyway, but the goal here is to just say that if anyone, because I'm sure, maybe, I'm not sure, but there's probably someone who might be feeling, you know, lost, confused due to whatever things has happened to them uh, recently. Uh, don't feel, don't feel, it's it's a normal feeling, right? But don't feel that things will remain like that forever, right? You don't know how or when things will change. It might change tomorrow, it might change next month, it might change next year. So what I did was instead of uh, uh, secluding myself from the world and hiding under the rock, I I took myself out of uh, the people who gave me the negative feeling, right? And I surrounded my people, myself around people who, you know, were uplifting and who gave me the positive spirit. That was what I did. People like Francesco and a couple of other people here on Twitter. I was always, you know, tweeting and so active here. And that's sort of gave me this sense of understanding that, hey, I can actually, like, I can be happy. I can do what I love because I actually love programming too, you know. It's just that I had, like, a, a couple of issues which were also financially, like, related. So I was like, oh, so I can actually learn to code and actually, I can actually get a good job. And that would settle... Uh, a number of my, you know, finance issues. So I got that sense of, I got that understanding earlier this year. So I started learning to code properly. I took some courses, CS50 and the like. And uh, also, like I said, I, I didn't just like hide myself under the rock. I started communicating with people and, you know, writing blog articles and YouTube videos. <laughs> I even did a YouTube video on how I failed at learning to code and, you know, People were like, wow, that's that's really awesome. And recently I started doing like Twitter spaces as well. So uh, I'm interviewing a number of people here on Twitter. And just like Francesco is doing right now, you, you know, connecting and networking because you really don't know who will 
take you to where you really want to go. And this is the beauty of, yeah, I know um, COVID, COVID-19 is, is, is awful, right? It's terrible. But I'll tell you that the pandemic actually brought a number of positive changes to some of us in this part of the world where we found it hard to, to connect with, you know, people internationally because, you know, we're in Nigeria and <laughs> there's a way things happen here that might not really be favorable to us, but the fact that we get to con- con- uh, connect with people on an international level, it breaks a lot of barriers, you know, it breaks a lot of barriers and it gives us a lot of opportunities. I can say this because I know a couple of friends who have gotten uh, remote jobs, a couple of friends who have actually like relocated out and that's really awesome. So that's the point here. I know I'm not being specific because once again, I don't have enough time and I don't want to ramble, <laughs> but I just want to say that whatever you're going through, don't worry, just keep at it, keep doing what you're doing. And in no time, you know, you will get there, you will get where you want to be, you know, for real. Like I, I moved out, I moved into my own apartment just like two months ago. Uh, Late last year, I was I was like, <laughs> I was so down, like I couldn't even feed, you know, I couldn't even eat, like I couldn't afford <laughs> like basic bills, you know. So, so when I say this, like I know what I'm saying, you know. And uh, if you listen to a couple of spaces I've had recently, you know, like recently I featured Ryan Burgess from Netflix, who's like the the uh, senior software engineering manager at Netflix. And we talked all about like learning to code, starting starting from scratch, how to grow in your career, stuff like that. I mean, conversations like this are building, you know. And the fact that I see a lot of Nigerians here, I know they can like empathize with what I'm saying. Not just Nigerians, but like I'm saying Nigerians specifically because I'm from Nigeria and I know how it goes down here. You know, electricity is a problem, internet oof, is expensive, you know, <laughs> expensive in relative to. Uh, income, not like expensive in terms of how much it really is, but if you if you're comparing it to like how much a a an average Nigerian earns, it's actually expensive, you know. But you see all of us like still trying to network, seeing us on Twitter. Twitter is actually banned in our country. I don't know if some of you guys know this. Like we don't have access to Twitter in our in our country. You know, every Nigerian you're seeing right now is actually using some sort of VPN right now just to connect. And that shows uh, the uh, the spirit we have. You know, we we are quite industrious. We don't like stay back and say, "Oh, the country is bad," or "X is bad." X isn't going right. You know, we just try to do what we can and just to uplift ourselves. And I just want to say, stay strong and you know, keep doing what you're doing, and we'll all uh, reach our goals. Thank you. Thank you, Varo. I think that you are one of the most uh, positive people that I've ever met on Twitter. Uh, I think I've been connected for a while. I think more than one year for sure. And I always like uh, yeah, your tone of voice. Uh, you should, I think you should make uh, create more content, create more videos. I would like to see more of you. I don't know if it's uh, we could play the the algorithm or it's just me. But uh, thank you so much for this. Uh, for this, it really helped me, and I think also a lot of people in this Twitter space. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh. Would you like to say something? Uh, I wanted to say this is, thanks for, you know, chipping that in. Um, so my default is I'm this uh, 
I wouldn't say like let's just say I'm quiet. Like I like I'm by default I like like a small circle. <laughs> just like we are like just twenty or so in this room. That's how I like it. I, I get like nervous when we're like you know, hundreds of thousands, like, now, I mean, now I have, like, over 1,000 followers, and I'm like, Christ, this is too much, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, I know I love connecting to people, but I'm naturally a shy person, right, and that's why you see, sometimes, like, I've done so many videos in the past, honestly speaking, like, I've done so many YouTube videos where I touch sensitive topics and, like, personal topics, and I just scrap them, right, <laughs> I just delete them straight up. Because I'll be like, ah, I don't want people to leave. I don't want people to know about me. I don't know. <laughs> but if we're like talking one on one or in in a small circle like this, I mean, I I usually open up and I usually like say so many things that you know, uh, which you, you which you get to know me better. You know, I guess you get you get to know me better on a one on one basis than on a mass you know public basis. But thank really, you. Really, so thank you ten times uh, for. Uh, yeah, just force yourself a little bit to get out, uh, you know, the feeling. So, and I think that we are the our worst judge. So we judge ourselves. Yeah, he's on his way because you speak really well, and it, every time you do this, you'll get more confidence. And as your followers um, increase, you'll get more confidence. Although I'm not near as like where Francesco is, but when I hit a thousand, I definitely noticed the difference in how much work more work twitter was just keeping up with like dms and things like that but if i bet then i'd be interested to see where you are in two months from now if you just keep going and by the way when you're in a room just don't scroll past the one screen that's 20 people so there's 20 people on one one view on your phone on your phone if at least that's what i have so then you're technically then just think of yourself there's only 20 people you're speaking to so yeah francesco's right you should keep going so you're gonna rock it fun to see where you are in a couple months yeah, and by the way, since you are there, don't lose the opportunity to follow to follow all these amazing speakers, Samantha, Pankaj. I'll let you talk soon. God's will. And Ken, can you hear me now? We have tried three times now yep. in a row. I mean, now. I mean, oh, this is, I think this now is great. It's okay. Okay, I can hear you, not perfectly, but it's way better than the other two times. It's like when you get a different, a different error when you when you decode the bug your code. Yeah, that's great. Okay, thank you. Um, can I speak? Or I of course, wait? of course. So welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. of course. Okay, thank yeah. you. Thank you. I'm very glad to be here among you guys. Now, I'm Ken. I'm from Africa. So before talking about my challenges. I'd, I'd like to give, uh, I mean, to give us uh, uh, some su suggestion to Samantha about her project working in Africa or with Africans, because I'm, I'm from Africa, I'm from Congo, to those who know of me. So what I can say is just like uh, talking about three points, you know, uh, 3C, you know, first is connection, is uh, Francesco just said it. Second is context and the third is to be creative, you know, because you have to get close to people who know who know better what is Africa from the inside, see? Because it's going to to help you to discover what what is like to be an African, how African people think 
or how do they, I mean, how, how they govern their countries and, and so on. So this is going to help you to, to get to the second point, which is, I mean, the context, you know, when you know the, con the context of African people, you can discover more about their history, the cultures, the, the way of doing things. This is going to lead you to the third point. So to be short, to be creative, you know, when you're creative, you, you can use some strategies to, to make of it in order to attract, because you need to attract some African people. So you, you don't have just to think about those, those people who can get mad at you, you know? It's just, it's, it's a kind of challenge that you are facing now, but I think you can succeed, because as I, as I know you, because I've, I've, I've seen you in a lot of theater spaces, where I found many African people, so it's very—it's going to be very useful. Well, uh, I mean, your skills, because you have a, a great skills of communication, because I have seen that. And so, in short, I think you have to be first, first of all, connections that can to discover more the context. This is going to lead you to be more creative, because you can use some strategies in order to attract. The, the attention in order to share what you have learned, this is going to help you to learn from African and also to give them what you what you know the best, you know? Because I, I think you have some skills that, that African people need to, to learn from you, you see? So this is a kind of piece of advice that I can give you for this project and I wish you all the best. Samantha. Samantha. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. That was wonderful. Oh my gosh. I like, you know, Francesca talks about crying when no one's looking. That feels like me right now when you say that. So I, I do feel very called <laughs> to help in the ways that I can. Um, but uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's how, how to do it. I'd love to talk with you more. I've, I've got some great ideas, but I'd love to talk to some people from Africa about how to implement some of them. The, the one concern I had was, just being sensitive. I was talking, uh, the only thing, I'm not concerned about working in Africa yeah. so much as I am about maybe sharing my journey of learning about Africa. I just, and I'm not, I'm fine if people want to send me some hate mail. I, I can handle it. I'm pretty strong. Women in their forties kind of step into our own skin and we kind of get to the, we don't give a shit stage about all that stuff anymore. So if any of you aren't quite 40 yet, it's very, very liberating. Once you get 40, you kind of stop caring so much what people think. Um, and you just do what you think is right. I just don't want to be counterproductive and in any way um, make make something worse than it already is. So that's mm. more my concern than, than that. So I just want to be sensitive right. to be helpful and not destructive. So Nice. So this Twitter space, it's already worked. I'm super happy about this. So we will stay uh, uh, some more minutes, but uh, I'm really happy about that. I'm really happy for you, Samantha. But thank you, of course, again. Thank you so much, both of you. Now... Let's, uh, okay. yeah, go, 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 okay. Okay, cool. okay, thank you. So uh, about my, my challenges, because, yeah, 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 about challenges, maybe it can help somebody here, because, you know, uh, I, I'd like to talk quickly about four, four points. The first one is, is about me being a, a software engineer. Because I have learned from, I mean, I'm I'm a kind of com community self-taught, you know. I have learned a lot from 
from people that that wasn't easy you know when you when you don't have a mentor when you when you don't have somebody who can teach you who can tell you you know this kind of errors happens just because you have made this kind of mistake you know i didn't have somebody like that i mean so that was pretty tricky for me so pretty hard because I, 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 I i've spent many days just uh, thinking about how to solve this type of bugs you know and i've made a, a great decision to get into talking about the second point to get into the, the social media uh, i've discovered a, a lot of people because i was a kind of introvert you know I didn't like much, you know, social media, but I've discovered that there's a great power behind that, you know. I I went from being just a self-taught, learning myself. So now, I I, I mean, at the second point, I, I went from being self-taught and to, you know, to coding with, with other people, learning from there, there, asking some questions, you know, to get inside of the main points. And that helps me a lot to talk about the third point, which is about my business now, because I've spent at least two years, because I was, I, I was since uh, 2016 a, a, a graphic designer. And in 2018, I decided to start coding, you know, seriously, because I've I've been coding for a while, but I didn't take it very seriously. And, you know, getting that decision, making that decision of stepping out, out, out of my comfort zone, being next to people, becoming close to people, meeting people online, asking questions, building connections, really helped me a lot. You know, today I am running a freelance business, you know, I'm, I'm a software developer working in, in, in as a freelancer i couldn't imagine that i that i i could be this kind of people you know i thought that it's really hard of, of course it, it, it is art but you know I, I i am enjoying because i i have learned a lot from others so just 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 to say that we don't have to be afraid of you know, getting inside of a uh, of a box. What I mean by box is, is like social media, meeting people. Even though you can get other more challenges, you know, because there are not everybody who is helpful. But meeting somebody like Francesco, you know, for example, it can help you a lot. You know, so you can meet other software engineers who are very, very, very skillful. You know, who are very strong, who are older. You know, it's going to be very useful for for all those people who are still afraid of getting inside of the, that, that box. And the fourth point is a, is a kind of small announcement because if learning from the community in in just two weeks from now, if everything goes well, I'm going to become a Hindi hacker, co-founder of a Hindi product. So this is very exciting for me because I'm just by tweeting a lot, building things in public, connecting with people, you know, somebody just contact me. If we can work together, I can join him as a co-founder. So this is very, very, you know, I, I'm very proud of, proud of it. So that's it. So what I can say to others, um, just 
stop yourself okay you 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 have to connect with people you have to you have to learn from there so you don't have to stay just at home in, in Wow, this is amazing. I think that you, if you would have said this to me two years ago, that you found this great opportunity just tweeting, I was just <laughs> thought that maybe you are just uh, mad. Instead, now I really, I really think that this is possible. So this could also be a good uh, topic for uh, a future Twitter space. Really best of luck, Ken. Thank you so much for sharing this uh, great, great, great. So now, nobody can stop me now from... Uh, to let introduce uh, Pankaj because he has been very patient. So, uh, can you hear me? Mm, no. Try again. Yeah, loud and clear. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. I was about to, to delete this Twitter space just to let you talk, Pankaj. You said you are here. Welcome. I love your profile picture. It's also blue, so it's, it's perfect. Uh, so, would you like to introduce yourself uh, super fast? Uh, by the way, follow him because he is really an amazing guy. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you, Francesco. Thank you for allowing me to talk. Uh, I'm, I'm from India, uh, currently working in Berlin. Uh, I've been doing software engineering for like eight plus years, doing blogging for longer than never really tapped into the full potential of blogging, but uh, that's where I would talk about the challenges itself. Should I go ahead with the challenges? You, you need to go to the challenge. Now I want to hear. <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, well, before I jump into the blogging challenge, I would go with the personal challenge that I faced when I was uh, studying and entering my university days. Um, that was like a being socially awkward person in the whole group. I don't know how to react with people because uh, the social interaction was very limited and uh, couldn't uh, understand what I should talk about. And uh, down the line, I understand there are many topics uh, that you can talk about. And uh, you really need to be aware of some uh, topics, at least, at least, uh, like, uh, let's say, if you are listening to some news, you need to know some terminologies just to hear what somebody is saying about. So for me, that was really biggest challenge because I was not that much interested into news, That not that much interested into sports. I really don't like to watch sports. Playing is a different sport in itself, but uh, watching sport was not my thing. So what people were talking about, I find myself getting bored out very easily. So Again, like uh, that was like a huge challenge for me. Um, one solution that I found was that at least uh, having some news uh, outlets that you can just tap into and get some overview information so that you have something to talk about. Down the line, moving further, I got into blogging space because while I was in uh, university, I wanted to do something different because we were all learning Java, C Sharp, and dpms and everything i wanted to do something different and i saw that there were so many amazing people writing some awesome content so that's where i got to know about blogging itself uh, when the when blogger and google sites were the like the best platform where you can uh, publish your website so 
at that point i didn't even have an idea what i should actually write about the only thing that i was really interested in was hacking because that allowed people to do anything they wanted to do on computer and that was uh, some inspiration from a movie like swordfish i don't know if uh, people know about that movie but yeah i've seen that i've seen that just kind of feels a group i think with john travolta is that right that one yeah yeah uh, travolta and uh, what's his name the wolverine our favorite guy hugh jackman Yeah, I think I've seen that. Hugh Jackman. Yes. I think his name is Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I think that I've seen that in the cinema. So I think about how old am I now? <laughs> you are a legend then. Yeah, the, legend, I... the legends are old, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get to be a legend, man. So, uh, anyway, so uh, I got to... Like I got super interested in this field, but I didn't know what to do about this field. So I started learning about this thing. I didn't have any resource, no computer, no nothing. But soon, like I begged my parents, like after three, four years and stuff. Uh, so like whole uh, challenge with the financial uh, situation was all around. And uh, one thing that I found out that whatever you want, uh, like whatever you want so much that you would do anything to get to that. And uh, first getting a computer was a challenge. We got computer and then getting an internet connection was a challenge. So me and my brother was uh, so uh, fixed on like getting some income from the advertisement or something. There was one website which was paying you by watch advertisement. So we were doing a hell lot of uh, watching ads just to get some income and pay our internet bills. So that's what we did and get some internet, stable internet for ourselves. And that's how we got to uh, learn about other things, what computers would allow you to do. And I, at that time I was doing Windows and I learned, like I explored every folder of Windows XP. I mean, I had a set ton of time with me and uh, no internet connection. So that that's all you can do, browse the folders. <laughs> so That's what, that was another challenge that I came across. And down the line, when I passed the university, again, uh, the biggest challenge that I came across, the, uh, bear with me, the, what I'm saying is the biggest challenge, challenge is the communication. I could see that I know things, I now I know things what I want to say, and I have a clear sentence in my head, but I could not speak it out. And uh, that kind of uh, turns some opportunities away from me. And I felt very bad about this part. And uh, I knew I can uh, speak, but I could not uh, gain the, like, or muster the courage to speak those things. And that's why uh, at, down the line, I started speaking to some of the bigger meetings where I don't have uh, some important point. But what I could do is, like, important, uh, ask some questions. And that was already a big step for me. And that's what I started doing, like, ask some questions, which will... Uh, clarify some things for other people, not just for me. And that allowed me to learn a bit more about uh, communication, like how to keep this uh, communication short and precise. Uh, one thing I, down this uh, like communication path, I learned that uh, if you talk roundabout, if you talk your terminology, other people might not understand. If you're talking with business people, if you don't talk their terminology, they will not understand and they will just uh, keep scratching their head and might not understand your question. So getting to their, uh, uh, what's the word for that? 
getting into their shoes, speaking their words was the next step in the communication. And that's what uh, something I, I'm very glad that I got to crack. And uh, now I feel a bit more comfortable speaking uh, in uh, different spaces with different groups, even if I don't uh, know much things and know many things about uh, that group, but I can find uh, things by listening and uh, understanding what I know and uh, then ask a few more questions and that gives me enough uh, idea of uh, what I can speak and so like these three challenges were uh, Thank you, the big ones. Thank you for sharing this. I would love to hear you in a Twitter space. I hope one day to listen to, to you. I'm looking forward for this. <laughs> great, great, great. Always. Yeah. I don't know why, but this always makes me feel this always makes me feel happy when someone tries to get out of their comfort zones because uh, I think I know that it's hard, but uh, I don't know. It just makes me happy. So I'm happy for you. Okay. Great. Thank you. Great. This is amazing. So I would like uh, I'd like to give uh, everyone to everyone the opportunity to to talk in this with the space. Of course, feel free to jump on stage, uh, make some questions, uh, share your your challenges, uh, even just one minute, two minutes, if you want just to say hi and say something that you have overcome, that will really make me happy. In the meanwhile, I will leave the opportunity to Mohammed to speak in this Twitter space. We are Instagram friends now, I think. I hope so. Yes. So welcome. Yes, how, are you? how are you? How are you? Welcome, Mr. Oh, thank, you. Space. thank you, my friend. I appreciate uh, this opportunity to talk today. Um, you are so easy to talk to. I, you make me feel that we are friends many, many, many years ago. Um, no, I really, I really cool. like uh, connecting with you. Uh, and I'm quite sure that many other people feel the same way, how you are very welcoming, how you are very inviting. Um, it's always a pleasure talking to you, Francisco. Yeah, I would love my mom to listen to you now. I will send her the recording. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, about today's topic, challenges, uh, I wanted to talk uh, about a project that I uh, had been working in for uh, a few years. But uh, Samantha uh, talked about her challenges and she reminded me I, uh, uh, when it comes to pain, uh, after the pain, you start appreciating things that you take for granted. Um, I had... Uh, uh, bone marrow issues, uh, I think the first time in 2006, and for some reason I uh, was quite sure it will happen to my other leg. And then after six years, it did happen to my other leg. Uh, and usually when we see people, I mean, that pain made me, um, made me not judge people by the looks. I mean, the pain I had, there was nothing wrong on the outside. I looked very normal. I had no cast. I had, uh, and most of the doctors said, uh, just take rest. So almost for nine months on the two uh, episodes in 2006 and again in 2012, um, I was not able to walk for almost nine months. So uh, it makes you appreciate many things that we take for granted walking, breathing, it's, it, it's just a bliss. Um, so that was a challenge that I take away with me. 
take care of your health. The simplest things can uh, change your life. And uh, with my pain, the best medicine was drinking enough water. With my problem, if I drink less than two liters a day, I get the pain. So uh, for me, two liters was the magical number. Uh, try to take care of your health walking. Uh, uh, I mean, there's so much. I don't want to bore everybody with this. Uh, but the, the topic that I wanted to talk about today was uh, uh, I had a very, very close friend. Uh, unfortunately, he, uh, uh, my, uh, he immigrated. He left uh, the country. He lives somewhere else in uh, Europe now. Uh, he had an idea of creating a uh, educational platform. We started as a chat program. This was in, uh, I think, in 1998. Uh, we took almost one year planning. Uh, he created a group of people. I think we were, in the beginning, nine people. And it was reduced down to maybe six people at the end. Uh, we were only two programmers. So uh, at that time, I had, uh, I think, one year experience with Java programming. Java Enterprise, and my friend uh, had uh, his favorite language at that time was Delphi. It was based on uh, Pascal. So uh, after designing, after uh, thinking about it, discussing with people, uh, he started writing with Delphi the GUI. So he started writing the client program, and I started writing the back end or at that time it was called uh, the server. So gradually over maybe three years, uh, the program became uh, more mature. We booked uh, a domain name for it. We had uh, um, our own server connected on the internet and it was live for, um, uh, for maybe a few months. And then we started reaching out trying to find um, clients. And that's where things went downhill. The challenges, the, uh, uh, the obstacles with clients. Uh, now I'm talking about in uh, 2001, and to, uh, the year 2000, when our uh, server was ready. So to overcome these obstacles, we had to research. And uh, in that year, we learned so much. Uh, about networks, about uh, operating system processes. And that was a very um, fun challenge. I mean, we did not have any contract, so we had all the time we had. So maybe some people see this not as a challenge, but that there was no, how can I put this? There was no instructors. Uh, the people we approached in university, the people we, uh, uh, met <clears throat> um, in the IT field, they were, I mean, compared to what we were doing, they were uh, working in a, uh, I don't want to say superficial, but they, they work with software as an end user. Whereas when you develop the software, it's, it's a completely different point of view. 
you have to build everything from scratch. And uh, in the late 90s and early 2000s, software is nothing like what we see today. So we had to develop everything custom built. So we had to uh, uh, experiment with uh, threading, multi-processes, softwares, uh, streaming data. So it was a challenge. It was uh, really fun at that time. But when we came to sell it, that's where I, uh, um, I found out that the team is not good enough. That, uh, so uh, what was expected of us, I saw that I had to leave the team and give a chance to other people work on it. Unfortunately, when I stepped out, the whole team stopped. And uh, after seeing, I think in uh, the year 2009, I think WhatsApp appeared and it became very big, maybe all, uh, in 2012 also, uh, I regret leaving that team. And I think my friend, uh, I think they blame me that I was the first one to leave. So they never told me this, but I, I think they uh, uh, blame me that I left. So uh, it was a challenge. Uh, my advice, advice is, is always uh, persevere. Don't give up. Okay? You, it, you might not, not see the light of success, but don't lose hope. I mean, after that project, um, I did work with other projects that took long, much more years, and I never gave up. And uh, thank God all the projects that I uh, stayed long enough on, some of them six years, some of them eight years, none of these other projects uh, failed. They might take longer, but you will, uh, uh, you will reach your goals. So this is the uh, topic that I wanted to talk to today. And I hope I don't take more time of your time. No, 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 no. Thank you so much. for You're always welcome on my live, on my live streams, Mohammed. Thank you for your powerful and empowering words. Thank you so much. Thank you for with me other 10 minutes because I want to, you to, to talk again in a couple of minutes, if you can, if you can. Thank sure. you so much. Now, to be honest, I created this Twitter space for various reasons. One of the reasons was it, it was that I wanted Eli Howe to be in this Twitter space. Now that I got him as a speaker, I can let him talk. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Can you can you hear me? Hi, how are you? I don't know if you can hear me well. Yeah, yeah, I made it. I made it. I wanted you in this Twitter space without directly inviting you. And I made it. I'm super happy because I want to hear your, your story. It's not directly maybe needed for me, but uh, yeah, please introduce yourself a little bit and tell me what you said a couple of days ago in the tweet, because uh, I think this could be very useful. Awesome. Uh, first of all, sorry if uh, I'm, I'm walking on the street right now, so you may hear a noise in the background. Uh, I've been listening to the, to the space while taking a walk. And yeah, amazing stories about the challenging times from from all of you. And I'm Eliahu. I'm from Spain, and I actually uh, live in in Israel. 
Uh, I've been living here in Israel for, for nine years and I'm software developer for the last three years. I started my career as a software developer uh, when I was 30 years old and I was already uh, married with one kid and the second one was on her way. So challenges are part of our lives. I mean, we can't, we can't avoid them. Uh, we just can embrace them and, and learn from them. We, we need to keep going in our lives. We need to keep uh, uh, improving in our lives. And whenever challenges appear, as uh, Mohammed said, we, we just learn from them. We, when we are in the middle of the storm, we, we cannot see this. I mean, it, it's uh, enough that uh, life is, is hard the, in, the day by, in, the, in the day by day, but once the, the storm passes and we look back, uh, we see those challenges as the opportunities that uh, made us grow as a person, as a, as a developer. And for me, if I have to pick one challenge, um, I won't pick the biggest, but I will pick the one that I'm facing today uh, or this last uh, period of time. And right now I'm uh, in a point of my career where uh, I've been, a, or I am a junior developer uh, actually, in my um, second year, two and a half years, I've been working uh, for a company. And I'm facing during this last time, maybe a couple of months, three months, or even a little bit more, I don't know, a, a block, a blocker in my career that I don't know where am I heading. And I was seeking for guidance. And as a developer, it happens to, to us all that we reach a certain point where, the, where we reach like the border of our comfort zone. Uh, okay, I've learned HTML, I've learned CSS, JavaScript, whatever. I started checking out the first, uh, my first uh, framework. But as a developer, we seek to keep learning and to keep growing. And for me, uh, uh, personally, it was a big blocker that I reached that point, and I didn't know where where to where to continue. Like from this point uh, to the future, where what do I have to do to keep uh, to keep growing as as a developer, right? And the it it, it for me, it, I came back to to base one like a imposter syndrome, I'm a newbie here, I, 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 haven't, uh, I haven't write a line of code in my life, I, I don't know anything because all the things that I, I, I want to learn are completely new. If I want to grow in my career, I will, I will have to start uh, looking for new things that I, I've never touched, I, I don't know about them. And, and then uh, imposter syndrome kicked uh, pretty hard this time. But the last uh, few weeks, the last uh, uh, month, I, I started talking in, in, my, in my company about it, also with my wife. And, and if, I, if I look to the big picture, five years ago, 
I was uh, cleaning toilets in a in a school. I was a janitor in a school five years ago, and with no CS degree, with with uh, no background, I dropped from school when I was 16, and and today I'm I'm feeding my family, and my my kids are happy. We have a house. I mean. When you see the big picture, when you see when you, where you were and where you are now, you have to keep those when uh, when imposter syndrome kicks, and you have to keep those uh, those small wins that, that you you did in your past. And from today, so basically, what I did was to seek guidance inside my team. I spoke with a team lead in our team, and I explained the situation to my managers and. And of course, like uh, like we always said here, uh, I, I've seen uh, many people talking here also in Twitter, ask questions, right? Uh, it's very important. It's very important to to ask those questions and and to express yourself. If you are working with a team, the team needs to know where you stand. And for myself, this this helped me a lot. And again, I'm right now in the middle of the storm, but I, at least I'm. I'm already looking forward to to getting out of it and uh, and to learn from from it. And that's uh, what I wanted to share today. Yeah, I think that this story is really really inspiring, and I'm really happy to have recording recorded this so we can share this. Uh, yeah, I love the that you have talked about uh, to have a big picture. So it's not something that. Uh, happens because you are lucky. Of course, there are some people who have more opportunities rather than someone else. But I like your idea that you have, uh, yeah, you have taken action. It's not, it's not easy, especially at the beginning, I think, because at the beginning, we, you don't really understand what's going on, if you're going to fail. I think you said after a while, you start to, usually I say, like, uh, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. So congratulations on that, my friend. I hope to meet you in real life one day. This is one of my dreams. Mine too, mine too, mine too. Of course, we will, we will do it. Let's do it. Okay, so we have just 20 minutes left because I have to go after this. Uh, Sabas, are you there, my friend? Um, right here. Oh, yeah. Wow, your audio is perfect. Okay, so I don't know if... Uh, If this, uh, you, are you are you from desktop or from mobile? I'm from I'm on a phone. Okay. Um, uh, maybe it was just that we had some noise from Eliao, so I, get, I was getting used to that. So now it's getting better. <laughs> um, yeah, it might be because I'm outside. If you hear the wind, that might be that might be why. Don't worry, don't worry. So, would you like to share something about uh, challenges? Uh, what have you done in the past, or maybe in the future, if you have something? Would you like yeah, to yeah. Yeah. welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, so I would like to share a quick story about how basically how I started programming and uh, I almost gave up. So the, my first, um, you know, the first time I got curious about programming was um, about when I was 15. So that was 20 years ago. And, you know, I was, I was playing a few of those classic games and I thought, you know what, I want to build one of those. And um, I heard about this programming language. You might have heard of it. It's called C++. And 
You say, you say, okay. Um, so if you if you brand new, if if you're just getting started with programming, and you want to get into C plus uh, plus, don't do it, don't do it, because when when I did it, um, I was uh, I had like I, I bought a C plus plus Visual C plus plus from Microsoft, and it came with a, this little um, red book. And, you know, as I was developing, uh, I was trying to develop basically C++, I said, wow, that's, that, that thing is hard. That, that is, thing is difficult. You know, there's no way I can get into programming. And I, I gave up. I gave up on the spot. You know, I, I, may, have, I may have managed to develop, you know, it's just a simple uh, app for Windows, but that was pretty much it. So... Uh, thankfully, then I discovered uh, base, Visual Basic, so that kind of rekindled my uh, interest in programming. So, uh, yeah, thankfully, you know, if it wasn't for Visual Basic, I probably would have wouldn't have touched programming again. So, um, I guess the moral of the story is uh, start small and uh, work your way up. Thank you so much for sharing this. Uh, I like to listen to these stories. Uh, how did you become a developer? Is one of my favorite questions, to be honest. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing this. So the time, the time really flied. Two hours really flied very, very fast. So since I have uh, some amazing guests, I'd like just to give them uh, an opportunity to share some final message. If you want to jump on stage, if you want to be the last minute. Uh, uh, speaker, this is the time when you click the request to speak button. Thank you so much. So, who would you like to start? Pankaj, uh, you would like to start uh, first to say something else, uh, so to close this uh, amazing Twitter space about challenges? Are you still there? Okay. Okay, so mm, 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 let's see. Samantha, are you there? I feel like a, I'm here. I feel like a teacher. I feel like, like a teacher in school. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, would you like to give maybe a final message to people that uh, are in this Twitter space uh, and they maybe would like to listen to some challenges? Maybe if you want to share something that you are facing now, or maybe for the future, or maybe they can start with. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I think that um, maybe a tip I will give is to just learn how to read yourself. So if you are depressed, that means you're living in the past. Um, if you are anxious, that means you're living in the future. And if you're content, that means you're living in the present. And so I often have to checkpoint each of those. And um, if I'm living in the present, I have to really do a good job at trying to, or sorry, if I'm living in the past, I need to try to live in the present. So I might try to take on a project that's in the present that's going to require a lot of my mind. So I'm not thinking about the past. And if I'm anxious about, if I'm waking up anxious um, with the butterflies in my stomach in the morning, then I have to just remember that I can't control what happens in the future. I can only do the, the best that I can today. And um, that's like an everyday, everyday challenge, I think, is to just read, read ourselves and figure out which one we're in and how to adjust. Because when you do that, you won't, neither of them will overcome you. So if you're always thinking, if you're always depressed, you're always thinking about the past. So what can you do about that? 
And um, for me, I, I've gone through enough and I'm older now, so I can start to figure out which one I'm in and then I can do things about it. So if I'm feel like I'll use depression. So if I, if I feel like I'm slipping into a depression, I have coping mechanisms now. So I will, this sounds like the cheesiest thing and it's so much, it's hard for me to do, but I do it. I will like, we have a group chat for my family. Um, My kids are all young adults now. And so I will group chat them and say, you know what, I'm feeling kind of low. Could you guys tell me something that would encourage me or something that you like that we did? And they will send me a little message. Hey mom, I loved when we did this, or I loved when you did that or something like that. And it's really helpful. So if I'm feeling really anxious, um, I know that I'm living too far in the future and I need to just focus on what I can do this week. And so anyway, that's, those are some coping mechanisms for challenges that I think will um, help with, doesn't matter what, um, what we're facing. Absolutely, Samantha. I totally agree with this. Uh, for example, when I can say this, for example, when I did this uh, 100 days uh, uh, challenge, 100 days videos in 100 days, just had to think about one per day. So maybe this is not uh, like a super inspiring uh, yeah, uh, analogy. There are very, very worse and harder challenges, but for this uh, usually, usually works, uh, the challenge. So take one, one per day. Thank you so much for sharing this. This could be applied to many things. Thank you. Can I say Can something, something quick, quick about that? Uh, for sure, for sure, sir. Yeah, so much said. Um, it, it really, you know, one of the things I helped a lot with, you know, stress and uh, anxiety is, um, you know, you, you're not stressed, you have stress. It kind of helps to detach, sort of, in a way, from your, uh, from your stress or from, from, from your anxiety. It's uh, something that I've learned you know, with um, meditation. Um, and it, can, it really has helped me, like, to detach myself from those feelings. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, great. I love this. I uh, like this approach. And I think, that, I don't know, maybe you need to get older. For example, this works for me. After a while, if you know yourself a little bit more, you know what you can do to get better, to relieve from stress. For example, for me, it's like walk in the morning, take a shower. Everybody have, has their routines or something, listen to music, meditation. So if you know yourself, you know what really can help you to fight the anxiety and uh, other stuff. So thank you for sharing this. This is great. Okay, Alexandra, you are my last guest the, the last minute guest this could actually be a thing the last minute guest because this is the second time that that happens so welcome we need to close in 10 minutes yeah would you like, would you like to share something i'm super happy to have you have you here by the way welcome yeah likewise francesca thank you i'm my story my biggest challenge was probably also a psychological one where i had to verify myself it was like three years ago when I just started out my nomadic journey and I come from Russia. I was born and raised in Moscow. And then I got this uh, job in Hanoi in Vietnam, which is like very different to everything I was ever used to. And that adaptation period was a nightmare for me. I felt so lonely. Didn't have any friends. I couldn't speak the language. I couldn't just I didn't feel like I belong, and it also did not help that I looked so different. And uh, people were like interested in me. They were like interested in a good way to me as a foreigner, but still, like getting a lot of attention just made me feel like I really want to quit. I was like this close to just fail that challenge and just go back home. 
but uh and it was a new year eve and uh just like my, my boyfriend dumped me and like nothing went well i was sick but then like one day like the next day i wake up and like listen alex this is your like lifetime opportunity you already went this far you already told everyone that you're doing this so you know some sort of commitment so there's there's no way back you gotta give it a try you gotta stop fighting it and try to accept it and that's when I realized it was that difficult because I tried to do things my way, like things that would work in Russia, things that would work in Moscow, things that would work somewhere in Europe. But it was just a very different culture, very different everything. And uh, the only way to some sort of assimilate and be accepted is to, for me, to accept their ways in the first place. And uh, eventually, I just I fell in love in the country. I cannot wait for the COVID to end, to life get back to normal, and to go to the beautiful country with amazing people again. And so the lesson, the lesson is that if something goes wrong, just start looking for the solution within yourself rather than trying to change the environment. Sometimes... You cannot find it. You cannot change what's going around, but you can change how you deal with the situation, what you think about it, and just the whole attitude thing that often helps when it comes to things like that. Thank you so much, uh, Alexandra, for sharing your your story. I like this idea that uh, everyone has their uh, idea about challenges and uh, think th this is one of the toughest one that I, I've heard uh, but uh, yeah I'm really happy for you thank you thank you thank you so much for sharing this great 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 perfect perfect so I think that we are running out of time so maybe I don't know maybe I should start these Twitter spaces earlier but because usually and it can stay until 7 p.m. CT so uh, we are about to close today. Uh, I'm thinking about uh, the next uh, one, which which title could, we could have. By the way, I'm really happy for uh, the last Twitter Spaces because, uh, let's be honest, I've not organized that so much uh, like uh, in the past. Maybe I had more free time when I started to work as a developer advocate. Now I have less free time, so I need to improvise this a little bit more. But Samantha is helping me also other amazing people so thank you for being in these uh, twitter spaces i'm trying to stick to, to don't lose the streak because i think it's almost three months that i'm doing twitter spaces on tuesday so thank you for helping me <laughs> to don't lose this streak because uh, i want to make this uh, like a weekly appointment i think that many of us uh, they know that i have these twitter spaces on tuesday so Thank you for staying for staying here. Yeah, so this is great. This is great. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Would you like to say something, Samantha, before we close? But, uh... Well, of course, it's what I do. Everyone who's in here, if you came in because you had a friend that you saw or somebody you follow, you need to follow Francesco. He is. He does not pay me to say this, and he gets so embarrassed when I say it, which is why I interrupt. Plus one, him. plus one, so, yeah. He seriously, you need to follow him. He is one of the most humble, creative guys out there. His diversity of creativity is astounding. And honestly, I get bored easily like all of you. And he is always putting out something creative, something new. 
he'll all next thing you know he's doing shorts videos and he gives that a go and he tries different things out and he does it publicly I'm always interested because when I when I come to his account I'm like okay what's he up to now so if you like that kind of like that kind of creator follow Francesco and he runs spaces like this all the time trying to help people out he just really wants to help humans so follow Francesco thank you Samantha I can't follow myself but I can listen to these words when I feel bad because I've recorded this with the space so when I feel bad I go back on this on this part and I listen to this <laughs> well if you're ever feeling low Francesco I can be one of your friends that you DM me oh. and you could be like hey I'm just having one of those days and I will light you up with a beautiful message I promise you so oh. I would love to be that person for you if you ever need it Perfect, perfect. And now I, we have also recorded this, so you, you can't avoid me now. <laughs> Thank you so much. I've tried. Hey, I did a DNA, I did a DNA test a while ago, um, and apparently I'm like part Italian, like 17% or something like that. So wow. there you go. Perfect, perfect. We, we could, we could, we, we could also just, uh, yeah, communicate with gestures if you want. Or, or I can do it. I'm pretty sure that if I do an Italian crash course, this will go pretty viral. I'm pretty sure about this, but uh, one day I, I release this. <laughs> so thank you everybody for joining this. Uh, Ken, would you like to say something before we close? We have just five minutes left. Okay. Yes, you can go Ken, and then we'll close. Uh, thank you everybody for joining. Please check the Go, go. I can't hear you. Try again. Ah, oh, this is so buggy. Wait. Try again. Okay. Now it's okay. It's okay. Mm, no, not really. I don't know if that's just uh, me. Can you hear me? Mm, not, not really good. But uh, try again. Okay. Okay. No, it's not working. Thank you so okay. much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyway, but uh, anyway, no, I can't hear you. Sorry, sorry. Today it happens. It happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> I I really hope that. By the way, I think that now now the fleets should be uh, removed. I think like today it was the last day. I want to do something like emotional, like this is will be my last my last fleet. But I hope the developers who were working on Twitter fleets, they are, they will be moved to Twitter spaces. I really hope, I really hope so. So thank you everybody for joining. I I don't know if I can release the podcast episode today or tomorrow. Tomorrow I have also a live stream. I can't remember the exact time. I think 2 p.m. CT. And to check that. But uh, thank you everybody for joining this. I need, by the way, a new uh, topic for the next week. So if you have some ideas, you can also DM me or put some tweets or, and we will talk about this. Okay. Thank you everybody for joining this. Please uh, check uh, all the people who have spoken in this uh, Twitter space. Uh, they are all amazing. Uh, yeah. See you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.